0: Hey everybody, before we start the show, huge shout out to Big Blue Nation alum winning Gabriel for saying this about the Double Technical Podcast. Need a good podcast to listen to. Huge shout out to the Double Technical Podcast. Tune in. You can listen to my guy Lucas. Tune in. This is the Up Way of Man Improving. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Lucas Fryman. I hope everyone is having a fantastic Saturday. Uh, Sorry to be coming at you uh, with a late episode, but been a little busy, been a little sick with these lovely allergies, especially if you're living in northern Kentucky. You are familiar with what I am talking with. Yeah. So uh, we are going to have a pretty short show since... uh, I'm not joined by anyone. Sadly, it's a, it's a sad face. But uh, some things that I got to talk about, as always, are local squads. And that is brought to you by SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek app and use code DOUBLETECHNICAL for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Why wouldn't you do that? 20 bucks. Th- I need 20 bucks, so might as well save it. All right. First thing we got to talk about. This Big Blue Nation, UK Basketball. Uh, it is official. I know this is like the third straight week of talking about this, but it is full-blown official. Kelton Johnson and Tyler Hero are going to the NBA. Um, when they, they first did it, they were just testing the waters, and I guess over the past two weeks, uh, they've gotten enough feedback and information from NBA scouts that they are uh, going to be drafted where they want to be drafted. So they are entering the NBA draft. So congratulations to them. Go make your money, guys. Best of luck to you, the NBA. Obviously, Big Blue Nation will be cheering you on no matter what. So I hope everything goes very well. Um, other news kind of, you know, with that is EJ Montgomery decided he is going to test uh the NBA draft as well. Um he will have until May, I think it's like 26th or something like that to pull out. Um I think he's just kind of seeing where he's at, but we really cannot afford to lose EJ. We we need EJ and I it was kind of surprising. This this came out of nowhere. I felt very blindsided um with this. And I just, I hope that he comes back because we really need him because we don't really have any big men in this class coming in. So he's crucial for our team next year. Uh, Baker has entered the transfer market. Now, that doesn't mean that he is going to transfer, but there's this new thing called a transfer portal in the NCAA where you can put your name in, which for some reason it's only email, which makes no sense. Um And other schools can contact you with interest and everything like that. I don't think he should leave. I think he will be a part of next year's squad more than he probably thinks he will be. Um, He'll be crucial. And Baker, you know, if he gets something that excites him and, you know, gives him a better opportunity, cool, I understand. But I'm hoping he stays. We, we just can't afford to lose another, uh, person who was going to come in with more experience next year, kind of like a PJ. And I think Baker was going to be a really good, um, leader for these young guards that are going to be coming in. So we'll have to wait and see ultimately what happens there. Um, the, so with all this going on, um, the big thing uh, that everyone is focused on is Blackshear. He's a forward out of Virginia Tech. Great vision, uh, excellent player, and really he's he's about on par uh, with Reed. And that would be a huge gift for us, and very important for us going forward. I mean, he played on Virginia Tech that went uh, didn't go. Too far um in the tournament, but further than they've ever gone before, and I think getting him would really put this team back into the national championship conversation because we're kind of falling out of it with all these people declaring, but he's gonna be the most sought after transfer, and I just don't know where his head lies and I mean he's really came out and said nothing to nobody. Um so we'll have to wait and see how our recruiting can do how John can um persuade him uh to come play his final year of eligibility at UK because I think that'd be great for him and it'd be great for us because w- he would really benefit himself with the play time at UK but we would benefit from his skills and from his you know his, his tested knowledge I mean he did play in the NCAA tournament he did go I think they made it to the sweet 16 that's something that not even Reed Travis brought in with him when he transferred in so just something to think about there will we get him I don't know but man for UK and our national championship hopes next year I pray that we are next uh NKU uh, Brennan, coach Brennan took the UC job and I, I want to say that I was surprised, but not really. Um, just because, you know, it made sense right across the road. He's made NKU very successful. He's recruited very well. Um, and he, he's gotten this program, uh, competitive and known, um, but it's still frustrating especially on the heels of uh, the Tyler Sharp interview where, you know, which by the way, shout out to him again. Thank you. And shout out to everyone who's listened to it. One of our most listened episodes yet. Um, He, you know, I just hate that he's leaving now. I felt like he could have done a lot with the NKU program. He was heading places. He was getting good recruits. Uh, he had great players there, and now, you know, I understand UC is obviously the better job. It's not a mid-major school; it's in a Power Five conference. Um, you're going to get good. Uh, you're you're able to get better recruits, um, even though some of their top recruits are uh, thinking about not coming, um, which stinks for him. But if he's a, as good of a coach as UC believes in him, and I think that he is, he'll be able to convince them to come no matter what. Um, you know, and it's it's all good luck wishes to him because it, we're appreciative. But when I look at the NKU program, now I'm fearful. You know, we have that coaching shame. We lost all three of our top recruits that we had. They they all are now going to go elsewhere. They decommitted from NKU because of this. And, and it, it just now is the who's going to be our coach. And what is his mentality going to be? And is it going to blend well with these kids that were brought in um, for Brennan? And that's that's something that we're going to have to wait to see. But it just stinks because NKU's trajectory um, was and still is. You know, I don't think that this changes even with the new coach is to win the Horizon League again. But... He the way he was recruiting, he was setting it up to happen continuously. And I don't know um how well this next coach coming in is going to be able to recruit um and keep uh NKU competitive because as we saw there were many years where we weren't. Um and Brendan was able to change that. So it's uh it's a great day for him and his family, and we're appreciative for everything he done for The UK program, but it's uh, a sad day for NKU because now we got a lot of questions and a lot of things that uh, are kind of TBD that can really affect the program going forward. Next, uh, real quick, just want to update you on the Reds. We are seven and 12 right now. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much all that I want to update on that. We you we're having a little bit of a rebound. We we got swept by the Dodgers, but now we've won two straight games against the Padres. Um it it it's early baseball, so that that's all that I want to dive into there. Uh FC Cincinnati, uh so heartbreaking, uh got destroyed by Salt Lake last night, uh three nil. Um we just we we just were were never close. A lot of penalties. Um it kind of hurt us, and we we gave up a goal in extra time. You can't do that. And we just we took 14 shots and had one shot on goal. So we're not being very accurate and very disciplined in the shots that we're taking right now, and it's really showing. That's why we haven't scored in the past few games. So... We need to reset and go back to the team of last month because we executed very well in the the month of March and we need to do the same uh, to end April on a good note. So hopefully FC is able to do that. That's everything that I wanted to talk about locally. Again, it's brought to you by SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek app and use code DOUBLETECHNICAL for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Now, Got a few things NBA I want to talk through before we end today's show. First, we are going to talk about uh, Luke Walton becoming the Kings coach. Uh, I think that is a great hire by the Kings, even though I still am on the side that they should not have fired the coach that was uh, previously there, however you say his last name, Joker or, or whatever it is. Um but Luke hire, uh, Luke Walton as a hire, I think, is going to work really good with Fox, uh, with winning Gabriel, with uh, Willie Colley-Stein, Buddy Heald, um, a, a lot of these young players, Luke being young and uh, kind of getting a fresh start from... What the travesty was that was the L.A. Lakers, I think he's going to come in there even more determined than ever, and he is going to be able to help um, rejuvenate this team because I think the players are even a little frustrated after that firing because it just didn't make any sense. So I think they will be okay and happy with this signing and I think they'll be ready to show up next season ready to fight uh, with Luke Walton for Luke Walton as they go this season and I hope that they become a playoff team because it'd be awesome to see the Kings relevant again uh, since we haven't seen that since the early 2000s so That's kind of my reaction to that, but the bigger one is the fact that LeBron James, apparently, this is being reported in a couple places, especially by Brian Windhorst, which is the person I trust the most when it comes to LeBron news, is that apparently LeBron wants Ty Lue to be the coach for the L.A. Lakers, and we all know why that is. First off, Ty Lue and him did win a championship in Cleveland, Um, but second off, Ty Lue is a guy who listens to LeBron and lets LeBron do his thing and kind of lets LeBron coach um when LeBron feels he needs the coach and so Tyron Lue being a guy who will come in and uh, I, don't want, I don't want to say be quiet but is willing to be a bystander in social in certain moments I think is why LeBron would definitely want him to be there in the Lakers um LeBron wants to mentor these younger players that he has there LeBron wants to be out there calling the shots and Tyron is a perfect match for that in my opinion and you know that that's, that's really all that I could say to that because it's just uh it's it, yeah I mean it's lebron and that is uh just just how it goes um now the next thing was boogie going down demarcus cousins towards left quad um in game 2 versus the LA Clippers and basically is out indefinitely and both me and Michael Michael was uh, previously going to be able to join us both of our reaction um is just sad um DeMarcus has worked really hard this year to become a better player, um become a better man and really, you know, took that Achilles injury in stride and what's coming out was being effective um really was going to probably make a name for himself in the playoffs and just the fact that another injury is going to take him away from the league and from all of us fans viewing especially big blue nation fans who were excited to watch him um it's just kind of heartbreaking um the man does not deserve this uh sadly you can't control these things they're out of your hand um but it's still very upsetting to, to see that happen, and we just wish all the best for him in the healing process, and hopefully he's able to come back again next year happy, healthy, and ready to go, and hopefully this doesn't inhibit him from getting another max contract, because he bet on himself this year, and I think he still made the right move, even though he had that quad injury, that's a freak thing, quad injuries like that don't occur, and they don't reoccur, so hopefully he's not kind of given the short end of the stick in free agent because of what, um, you know, because of him getting hurt. Um, so it'll, it'll be, uh, interesting. Um, real quick, because I just remembered, uh, Michael had a fun fact Friday, uh, that I forgot to include with the local segment. Um, even though it's Saturday and, so, did you know that only one state that borders Kentucky has not had a UK player transfer to a college in their state, and that is Virginia. So, hopefully that means we're getting Blackshear. Just saying. Uh, great fun fact, Michael. You always you're always able to come up with some interesting stuff. It's just hilarious. So, quickly we're going to run down now the NBA series as they're happening and uh just just talk about you know what, what we think so far um so to start we had last night uh the Raptors versus the Magic Magic lost uh Raptors 198 to 93 Toronto takes a 2-1 lead as they're uh raring up for game 4 uh in Uh, Miami on Sunday, I believe. So, which that one, by the way, the fact that the magic took one game really surprised me. Um, but they just, the Raptors were old Raptors for game one. And now I've rebounded, so I'm not too worried about them. Celtics barely escaped the Pacers last night, 104 to 96. They have a three nil lead and are probably going to sweep them in in Indianapolis. Uh, man, if Victor Oladipo was on this squad, they would I would bet money that they would beat this Boston Celtic team because they needed Victor last night, and it was clear. And if they had him, they, they would have won uh, easily. They probably would have won most of these games because they've been all close finishes. And that's what hurt them down the stretch is they were missing so many shots. I don't think they made a field goal from seven minutes left in the fourth quarter till like the two or one minute mark. Like it was ridiculous. So that really killed them. Uh, then. Thunder were able to t- uh, beat the Trailblazers, who I picked to win the series uh, 120 to 108 in Oklahoma. So now Portland leads to one. Uh, man, Russell Westbrook was playing out of his mind last night. Uh, Dame was trying, but they just. When you have Grant and a bunch of other people on OKC making shots that they normally don't, especially three-point shots they normally don't, that's going to inhibit you um, and make it that much harder to win. So 2-1, Portland's still in the lead, but we're going to have to wait and see what happens in Game 4. That is going to be a pivotal game for this series and going forward. Plus, I love, by the way, Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook have been jawling back and forth with each other, so that's been a lot of fun. Then we have... Tonight, uh, 76ers versus the Nets, 76ers are up 2-1. Um, I was really cheering for the Nets when they took game one, but they kind of struggled the past two games. Even with Joel Embiid being out, they weren't able to get a W on their own home court. Um, I think they might be able to come out and win one tonight and tie it up. That would be awesome, but if Philly does what Philly can do, it, it, it's not going to happen. So, needless to say, it's probably going to be 3-1 after tonight. Uh, then the Nuggets versus the Spurs, Spurs lead two one, which I'm so surprised about. I have all I've done is talked highly about the Nuggets and the fact that they are trailing in the series. I thought they would have done a gentleman sweep over uh, San Antonio, but I keep forgetting that Popovich just uh, has a way with these players and he's able to turn them on and, uh, you know, and just get everyone functioning properly in the playoffs, and that's what they've been doing and executing, and that's why they're leading this series. Um, It's in San Antonio, so the Nuggets really need to step up or they're going down 3-1, and there may be no coming back from that. Uh, then we have the Bucks versus the Pistons. Milwaukee's up two games to none. This game is in Detroit. Um, I mean, not much talk out there. Giannis is going to go in and dominate. They dominated all the other two games. So they'll, they'll take care of business. Walk out there three. 0 Um, then the Rockets versus the jazz Rockets are up two nil over the jazz. It's going to Utah. I want the jazz to make this series competitive. um, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to. And it's really frustrating because I want them to. Um, But, man, those first two games, they did not look very great against Houston. And um, hopefully the home court will be an advantage for them, but I think Houston's going to go in there take care of business and might even do a full sweep rather than a gentleman sweep, which would be nasty. Um, Then lastly, the only series we haven't talked about is Golden State. Versus the Clippers. Um, Golden State is up 2-1. Clippers were able to take game two in a historic fashion. um, Coming back from like 30 points down, it was ridiculous. Um, But that was the game with the boogie injury and then a lot of things going on with Kevin Durant being ejected and just all kinds of weird stuff. So um, they're going to win the series. It's going to be a gentleman's sweep. Um, But Clippers, man. If they're able to land one of these All-Stars that are going to be in the free agent market next year, they're a real force to be the best team in L.A., and that's over a team that uh, has LeBron on it. So it'll be very, very interesting. Um, So after the first few games, um, no new favorite. Well, a new favorite has kind of emerged for me. Um the, the Golden State Warriors definitely look a little vulnerable after losing one. Uh losing DeMarcus sadly has hurt them. Um so I think I think Milwaukee might be moving up into the favorite, in my opinion, to win the NBA championship this year. It, it, it's gonna come down uh to the you know the Raptors matchup with Giannis and see who comes out of that. Um and the probably the Houston versus Golden State Warriors is going to be a bloodbath again so it's going to be a very interesting um conference finals this year uh even before we get to the finals because two very highly touted highly talented keys or teams I'm sorry um are going to be playing each other to get to the finals and it's just going to be so much fun to watch and I would not doubt that both go to seven-game series or six games. Um, So we'll have to wait and tune in for that. But that's everything that I wanted to talk to you all about. Sorry for a short episode, but when I don't have someone here to talk to, there's not really much back-and-forth banter. So (laughs) I hope everyone enjoyed today's show. Again, shout-out to Wynn and Gabriel for, uh, you know, filming a video for me that I'm going to post online uh, shouting us out we appreciate it Uh, Big Blue Nation is you know huge to us so best of luck to you on the Sacramento Kings uh, going forward Uh, we truly appreciate it Um, and uh, thanks for everyone listening make sure to like and share this so everyone can listen and uh, I hope you enjoy your Saturday and I will talk to y'all and have a a good Easter if you celebrate Easter Um, so if not I will uh talk to y'all on Monday no matter what. So everyone take care. This is Lucas Ryan. This is Double Technic Podcast. Peace out.